It's the Heckleproof Comedy Podcast with Zach Bolton and Carl Lee and Maddie J. What's up, peeps? We are back with episode three. Welcome to Hell Proof Podcast, man. Welcome to Hell Proof Podcast. Let's give a shout out to our sponsors. What's up to Hawaiian Hut? What's up to Chadwick's Pub? Oh, yeah. And the Medford Ride and Customs Show. That's right. This and is episode course, three. Road Comedy Road Underground. Comedy Underground. Yeah, Carl, what are you thinking, dude? Shout everybody out, man. I got to get man, I gotta get that money in. Jeez, right? You can tell who's paying in. him the most amount. <laughs> That's the truth. Exactly. Whoever I say first, that Hawaii, means Hawaiian you are contributing the most money. If hey, I why'd s- you say Hawaiian Hut seven times? I'm going to say the First of all, I just want to start this podcast off by saying how much I love you guys so much. Oh, oh thank you so much. I love you too, Dad. I love... Shit, I didn't want them to know. <laughs> I didn't want them to know. You Every episode, always got <laughs> to ruin those delicate moments. So, exactly. Every episode, you got to act like it's a surprise every single time. Exactly, Like man. You guys do that joke every episode. So I got to show you guys some love, man, because I'm going to tell you something I noticed, man, like working with you with you two, how mm. talented you are, man. You guys know all that technical shit and the background shit. You guys are just, like, brilliant. A lot of people don't know, like, Maddie. Man, how many instruments do you play? Mm, three. Yeah. Damn. Wow. Unless you count the bong. Oh, shit. <laughs> the bong go. That's the, the bong go. That's the only wind <laughs> instrument that I've ventured into. Exactly. That's exactly what I was trying to that do. That sounds like Predator hitting the bong. <laughs> My gap got in the way. <laughs> predator hitting My the gap bong. tooth got in the way. I couldn't make Your that gap sound. gap in fatherhood. <laughs> We're going to go backtracking on these old jokes. <laughs> I Thanks like for it, tuning though. in to episode three. Yeah. Oh, just that now, shit, that <laughs> shit carried on. Tuning in. Now. So here's the thing. Uh, now that we're on episode three, um, I want to make a point to let you guys know that you can find this in so many places now. It's not Everywhere. just on streaming services. You can be able no. to find it on YouTube. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where else can you find us? Instagram. Facebook. Hey, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Facebook. Grinder. <laughs> Maybe not on that one. Oh. Blackpeoplemeet.com. <laughs> That's that just shit don't even though. exist anymore. It's just Zach has a profile <laughs> on it. <now>. Blackpeoplemeetblackpeople.com. <laughs> Ain't nothing no, like a black woman. We're going to have a TikTok, too. That, so. that, that power we're couple and that black right? woman. Showing highlights and, and funny clips that and we then, have. And then where can you find us streaming-wise? Oh, man. Any of the major platforms. Uh, Spotify, Apple, uh, YouTube. We'll have the videos on there if you want to watch the videos, which, I mean, you want to see our pretty faces. That's of course, true. So. so pretty. Um, yeah, I mean, anywhere you could think of. Finding a podcast, we will be there. All right, and we have vinyls coming out too. <laughs> yeah, we got some albums Everything. coming out. Eight tracks. We, we have. We will actually have album covers too. We gonna be on album covers. That's all we're gonna publish. There's actually no music. It's just these brilliant, cheesy album exactly. covers. Exactly. And you can actually use your uh, your album cover for a uh, what is it called when you sweep up. Oh, dustpan! Dustpan, yes, that's what I grew up on. My mother used to use grew up album covers. My mom used that's to use right. album covers for fucking dustpan, oh, really? bro. Right. At least yes, the shitty sir. albums, anyway. Yeah, these shitty albums. Let yeah. me. S- that's how you could tell if it was a good album. She's not going to use that. Luther Vandross. Don't you dust with Luther? Don't you Don't you dust with Lufa? Lufa. Don't you dust with Lufa? Key sweat off the that's floor. Lufa. No, my mom was way before Key sweat. That was me. <laughs> yeah. I'm Key sweat. True, I forgot. That's what you would say to me. I forgot. You're sixty. 
That's what you would say to me as your dad. Dad, can I use your Key Sweat album? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. What about Key Sweat album? I know they ain't my new edition album cover. <laughs> your dad was asking for Key Sweat. You like get out the house. It's not your. It's time to go outside and play. Dad, grab the Key Sweat album. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey, speaking of albums, people that don't know this, but Carl was a stand-in for uh, Boys to Men. He was the the deep voice talking in the army yeah, tracks. <laughs> that was me, baby. You were that the was one, me, baby. You were the one that said "girl" every fifteen girl. minutes. Hey, girl. girl, I want I want to be able to do the version like because he's always saying something sweet like because I feel pain too, baby. Yeah, he's just. I he, know. <laughs> I want to just want to say, hey, baby, trust me, I got burnt first, not you. Yeah. Okay. Or he's just re- reels like, hey, you need to check yourself, baby. You baby, you know you over the line, and it's time you back the fuck down. But it's like to really <laughs> repent it. music, baby, you know you lost your temper at Denny's. <laughs> <laughs> a nice way of telling her she's wrong. And that's what they should everybody. use. They should use him to do commercials, like to get attention. Yeah. Like, get your prostate checked. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> whoa, say that. Because <laughs> I never forget, man. When I was riding my load, this is when I realized I got to, I got to get my prostate checked. <laughs> this that's was my reminder. Right now on the podcast. Well, shit. Let welcome me just, to the welcome to the prostate is, check-in. This is how I got my <laughs> reminder. I'm jamming in the car, right? Next, you know, a commercial come on. If you were a teenager when Prince Purple Rain came out, you probably need your prostate check. I was like, well, fuck, that's me. <laughs> hey, don't say jamming and that's prostate me. in the same sentence, please. Well, look, wait. <laughs> yeah, so phrasing, what, Carl, phrasing. Yeah. So what would it be for you, like, if you were a teenager when? Oh, mine would be like, if you grew up on NSYNC. <laughs> If Justin Timberlake had ramen noodle hair, you need to get your prostate checked. <laughs> ramen noodle. Thank you. Nobody said that shit but me because Odell Beckham and Justin oh, yep. Timberlake got ramen noodle they hair. Got the chicken ramens. flavor. Chicken, chicken flavor. Yep, chicken. chicken. Chicken flavor. Or even the flavor before you even put the chicken on. It's just the noodles. No. It adds that no, color. The yellow. When yep. you throw You're that right. chicken You're right. It's the dusty mm. yellow. Mm. You ever tried to open one? You ever mm. eat that shit dry? I used to eat that shit dry as a kid. Wait, what are we talking about again? Ramen noodles. noodles. Oh, I used to crush. You them said up. eat that shit dry, I and I, just, I went to different places. Wait, what are we talking about again? <laughs> I knocked the dust off that I was ramen about noodle. To say, <laughs> if you don't know the shit about ramen noodles, Maddie, I was about. I thought you didn't know. I was like, whoa, Maddie. Oh no. What's ramen noodles? Yeah, I'm like one of those privileged kids. What's mac and cheese? <laughs> <laughs> I never heard of that. Bologna. Oh, like he's, <laughs> mummy always took me to the restaurant. He's heard of Kraft macaroni. Macaroni and cheese. Not Kraft. Kraft, not Kraft. macaroni and cheese. I grew up with Kraft macaroni and I cheese. I grew up with crap macaroni and <laughs> exactly. cheese. Exactly. Dude, my best friend's mom used to make the bombest mac and cheese, like homemade. Stove had, top? Like, no, no, no. She baked in the yeah. oven. And it was, oh, so good, dude. And it had like, I don't know, like 10 different cheeses. I don't even know how these cheeses exist, but it was so good. If you're just now tuning so in, the guys are talking about ramen noodles. <laughs> this was actually mac and cheese, brought to you by ramen noodles. <laughs> And the Dollar Tree. How did we get so far from glory? We had two great episodes, and then we just spent the Welcome third back. one on crap foods. Like, hey, let's talk about some box preservative foods. Box preservative food. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people Process. can relate. A lot of people can relate. We all grow up in some hard times eventually, I feel like. Most definitely, point. man. I think, I don't know about you guys. I didn't grow up with a dad. I didn't. My, my parents were off and on, and I don't talk to them anymore either, so I kind of grew up without parents. Right. I had a dad around, but he was like that. He was like that old school dad of like, Go back and bother your mother. <laughs> you know, it was like, he uh, was just there. there. He was just there. But it's he was like, just Dad, there. can I help you work on the car? No. Go ask your mother if she needs help. <laughs> was you he know? always in the garage and shit? Uh, he was always anywhere but in the house with us. <laughs> I feel like I'm envisioning your dad as like Clint Eastwood. <laughs> no, my dad is funny because I was adopted, so you, it, you can't really visualize it because you look at me and you wouldn't see it. But my dad, uh, he looked a lot like, imagine if Tom Selleck 
back in the Magnum PI days. Yeah. Like oh, okay. Young Tom Selleck. Imagine yeah. if Tom Selleck had like that awkward brother that everybody's like, oh, you're twins. And my mom and the dad were like, they're twins. And everybody else in the world was like, eh. you know, <laughs> yeah. like, so my dad eh. looked like the awkward brother of Tom Selleck. He was just like, he had the mustache <laughs> and sort of kind of looked like him, but he, he's like real lanky and gangly. Damn, and uh-huh. yep. So he was like, you know, Magnum, regular Magnum was like PI and like, I don't know. He was like Magnum don't, didn't try or I don't know what he would call him. <laughs> Magnum didn't try. Magnum, Magnum PI try. and Magnum didn't try. <laughs> yeah. My dad looked like baby face on heroin. Really? <laughs> wow. Because he was on heroin. My dad was too. That's actually. how he got that baby face. My dad was slim. Like, yeah. like you can tell my dad was truly a 70s brother. He was slim and wore really? polyester and them had the pimp walk. Popped the collars and shit. But Did he, he have the, the flare out bell bottom? I got to ask my mom. I never yeah. met that nigga. Did he carry a handkerchief, you know? <laughs> yeah. Did Put he, his hand and swing his arm when he walks. Let me ask my mom. <laughs> yeah, let me ask your. Yeah, he's like, let me ask my mom all the questions. Let me ask my mom. I always should have. <laughs> yeah, because pretty much what happened is like Carl's dad leaves, right? And then and then Carl's mom is like, hey, honey, are you curious about your dad? And like, hell no, hell I don't no. Give a fuck. Man, That's my so mom, funny. my mom force. She forces the education of my dad on me. Right. Over the, she she forced, like, sit down, over I'm going to tell you a story this about day, dad. To this day, she's like, FaceTiming me. Well, time to talk about your dad and pull up a seat like this. <laughs> Yes, bitch. Wow, he's gone. He's not coming back. Yeah, it's your <laughs> weekly viewing. I tell you the truth, though. I never, I never went through life feeling like I needed him or wanted him. Yeah, because your mom doubled. My life. mom doubled up. Yeah, I could she just double. Well, up. you could tell by the person you are that she fucking did her job, man. Thank you, man. Oh, yeah. your mom—that's a good mom compliment. Mom's she did like her job. Compliment. She just turned seventy-four on the twenty on the twenty-third. Mm. She just turned. Nice. She looked good too. I, I saw, saw that picture. Facebook. She looks yeah, good, man. She looks good. She's dope, man. I had to give her props because my mom is like, uh, if you could look back at anything in your childhood. Mm-hmm. That made a difference in your life. What would it be that really changed you and let you know, like, this is direction I'm going? What can you say that would be? For me, um, my I wouldn't be where I'm at today without my grandparents. Mm-hmm. They're my they're my saving grace for sure. Like, but my parents weren't there, so I I didn't have anything to fall back on. My grandparents stepped up to the plate, and those those are who I consider being my parents. Yeah. So the, my grandparents are my parents, and I'll say that till the day I die. Is there any particular thing that that they allowed or just let you do or be? That made a difference, like mm-hmm. let you because it put me on the path for the reason why I'm asking. Because my mom, she let me go when I was about 15, 16 years old, go see Eddie Murphy live. Oh, wow! I took a road trip with because I got a little job at a restaurant. Man, love being a dishwasher. Damn, back you got to see Eddie live. I got to see Eddie Murphy do raw Shit. live, Dude, and my mom insane. allowed me to my boss to take me on a road trip to go see Eddie Murphy live. And I, cause I was already a huge Eddie Murphy fan and she right. knew it. Right. She knew it, man. So she allowed that to be, and that played a big part in like my progression to become a yeah. comic. Huge. It's I, those, it's those things like that, the moments like that that really shape you as a person. Cause look where you're at in life now. Look at what you've been doing the whole time. Hell you know, yeah. Had you not done that, you might not be. There's where no you're telling at. exactly. Cause yeah. I got to see it. Cause cause you know, I wasn't old enough to go to comedy club, but mm-hmm. I can buy a ticket to go see Eddie Murphy. Right. Back yeah. then, that shit was probably like twenty five dollars. <laughs> right, I think for me, mine was like there was there wasn't any like censorship from my grandparents. Like if I wanted to listen to certain music or watch certain movie, they allowed me to, and that's where I developed my love for rap and for R and B and music because they didn't care what I was listening to. I could listen to whatever I wanted to listen to, and that's when I got into making music and you know make dabbling in that and doing my own thing with that. And so yeah, I think that's part of it too. And the other thing was. Um, I would try to be honest with my grandma that I smoked weed 
in high school and she just always thought I was joking, but I'm like truly trying to tell her that, <laughs> like Hey you're grandma, s- you're so funny. Yeah. She's like, she would be like, Oh, what are you guys doing tonight? And I'm like, Oh, we're going to go smoke some weed and probably eat, eat some snacks. And she's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to do a whole bag of meth. And I'm like, no grandma, we're literally going to smoke weed. And she's like, yep, I'm doing my bag right now. And I'm like, fuck, I tried to tell you, You're, you were, you were watching denial in yeah. real time. Yeah. But you know, it's funny. She didn't think that she, she didn't know. Cause to this day I asked her, I'm like, did you know I smoked weed in high school? She's like, no, I didn't have a clue. And I'm like, well, how did, cause there was a time I remember vividly that we went and smoked and then we came back to my, um, my grandma's house. They had the RV parked out front. She comes in at two in the morning with a fresh plate of brownies cooked at two in the morning. She's like, I made some brownies for you and your friends. And I'm like, you got to know we're high. Right. She did. She had no clue. But I was like, you're a saint. No, I got stories like that for sure. So good though. Sure. Those brownies were so good. <laughs> Mine was like, uh, it was different because my mom is awesome. She's definitely the person that made me not take a lot of life seriously. Like take the important stuff serious, but really take all of the people's weirdness and all the bullshit and society thing. Not as serious, but really mine was a, I was in an environment I didn't want to be in. It wasn't a bad environment. It just wasn't a fit. And because of who I was around, I also knew what I didn't want to be. That's dope. More than what I did. That's really important. Because I was raised on like a farm, straight up cattle ranch. In Oregon? Here. Yeah. And you'd never know it. Knowing me. Right. Eagle Point. Oh, okay. And it was, like, huge. I mean, like, 500 head of cattle and, Damn. You know, like, working horses and stuff like that. Jeez. So it was a very different kind of upbringing than what you would expect. But part of it was uh, most of the respectable people I met were women. And most of the men, it was, like, like a lot of this redneck cowboy mm. old school influence. And I watched a lot of things happen I wasn't comfortable with. And I didn't think were that cool. And so. Like what? <laughs> yeah right like what like squeal like a pig no, <laughs> no, no. deliverance no i just uh, the way that people got treated or or like you know back then especially when i was growing up racism in small towns was still like a 50 50 thing it wasn't yeah. even like in the closet and so i saw a lot of that kind of stuff and like the way women were treated and the way you know that people were kind of just living for their next chance to drink a whole bunch of beer right trashed you know and i I just decided early on that that didn't align with who i was and that i didn't feel like i belonged on a farm and so that was kind of what the catalyst was for me trying to become something very different from what i was if you will and go to where i wanted to be so what so what played a role in like in you guys like shaping your character for you to you know what i mean because because i because i fuck with you guys yeah because i fuck with you guys for a reason because like I just like I said, I love you guys. You guys are just like talented, smart, just good dudes. And yeah. it's not because I believe in the law of attraction. Mm-hmm. Right. I believe I, in you yeah. attract you attract energy who you are. Yeah, not what you want or whatever you attract. Right. What you so I agree with that. So what 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 was it you think that a, helped shaped you? I got a formative one on that one, <clears throat> and it's so funny because it's both a, a good and a negative influence. Like I I, <sighs> I heard this man say some things that like really made me question him. But at the same time, I also heard him say some brilliant stuff. And I couldn't have been more than seven or eight. And I remember my grandfather, uh, I would just kind of hang out with him during the day. And he would go do all this cool stuff. And being a rancher, he would go, like, negotiate for cows and, and like, go grab hay and find medicine for the animals and all these different things you had to do. So I'd go on these errands. And one day we're in the middle of this errand. He had showed up to this guy's house. And he was really upset about some deal they had made about farm equipment or something like that and so I watched him like pull a chunk of money out of his pocket and pay the guy a few hundred bucks and shake hands and then get back in the truck 
and I asked him, I didn't hear the conversation, but I asked him, oh, what did you buy, Grandpa? And he said, I didn't buy anything, but that guy was upset because I made a deal with him, and he felt like he didn't get his money's worth, so I wanted to make it right by him, and that way, you know, he feels good about it. And then I didn't really say much. I was just like, okay, because, again, you know, I'm like mm-hmm. seven, eight. Yeah. And then, like, a minute later, he just said the following phrase that I'll never forget. He said, a man is only as good as his word. That's the truth. Yep. Yep. Very true. And that one statement. That's crazy. Has really been formative because uh, with my life, like I, I've had a pretty crazy, interesting life. But at the same time, when I do what I do or when I make the choices that I do, I've always thought about that. Like, am I honoring my word to people who yeah. matter to me? And as long as I am, right. I feel good about it. But it goes beyond that because what he's really saying is like a man is only as good as his reputation. And us being mm-hmm. in a smaller area that's what made me, you know, I think about that whole, like, how are you off camera? Mm-hmm. What do you do when no one's looking kind of thing? That's your true character. character yeah, It is. And his is. whole point was that if you have character that's yeah. unquestionable, then you're good. And, right. that, and that's what you would, in Ashland speak, call community. Mm-hmm. Like, if you are really true and you, and you follow through on your word, your community will have your back. Right. That's, that's, that's crazy that you say that because... I, I mean, I, the sa- that was the same lesson that I was going to talk about. It wasn't in the same setting that yours was, necessarily seeing it from like, your grandfather's perspective. Mine was growing up and seeing my parents make mistakes, my sister and my brother make mistakes. I'm the only one in my family without a felony. Isn't that weird to say? No, that's, that's not. Crazy. That's crazy. Cr- I mean, to me, that's crazy. Yeah, but, I, I know what you're saying, though. I know so, I, I mean, I was the youngest on my uh, mom's side. And then on my dad's side, I have two little sisters. They're not they're not felons, but I'm talking about mainly mm-hmm. my mom's yeah. side, where I grew up because I yeah. was more I was already grown up when they were, you know, growing up. If that makes sense, yeah. But um, so mine was just watching watching my brother and my sister constantly make mistakes, and and I noticed it was a lot of it was either you know from them not keeping their word or them not being honest or them not being truthful, and so I saw this stuff happen, and in my in my mind, I was like. You know, I was a kid, so I see it happen. I'm like, well, I don't want that to happen to me, so I'm going to go take <laughs> right. this. I'm going to take this road. I'm going to take a different That's the road. benefit of the younger sibling, man. You yeah. get to watch those mistakes. Yeah, so, That's true. So I'm really the black sheep of, yeah. black sheep of my family. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I'm, it's my like sister technically is, you're the white sheep of the family. <laughs> you're like, it, it's like you're the one kid that went to college, and the rest of the family is like, yeah. you'll never be nothing. Yeah. You should stay here and work I'm the, the only one that graduated high school. Yes. I'm the only one that graduated high school, so it's kind of the same thing. But, wow. Um, you mean how many siblings? Well, for my my older sibling, uh-huh. my 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 uh, brother and my sister, I have two older siblings, and then um, I was the only one that graduated out, out of my family and went to college for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know what I wanted to do. When I right, exactly, exactly. But my younger sister is in one of my younger sisters is in college. The other one's struggling with school, but she's slowly starting to figure it out. So yep. hopefully she can figure it out. But the I mean the whole character thing back to that was just learning from their mistakes and then just kind of sculpting who I wanted to be as a person based off of that and saying, you know, I don't want to go down that road. I don't want to disappoint people like that. And also having my grandparents again, like I said, as my role models was my grandpa was the coolest guy ever. And he was a man of his word and he cared about people. And he like, it it was just, I don't know how to explain it, but he was, when I envision who I want to be as a man, that's who I think of every single time. I can go there with my grandfather too. My grandfather, because going back to what Maddie was saying about what he witnessed his dad making that, uh, that currency exchange. Yeah. My grandfather, I grew, I didn't even realize this, like how the, uh, the type of environment I grew up in, 
how awesome and privileged I was. Right. I didn't realize it because my mom was a teenage mom twice. Mm-hmm. And then my mom made decisions that ended up, that landed us in the projects. Right. Because my grandparents were very well off and very uh, established. My grandmother was the first black and first woman to be a vice mayor of my city. Wow. Back in Virginia Beach. Dang. Where I grew up. She was. And my grandfather owned a dry cleaning business and he owned apartment complexes. Oh, wow. Right? Businessman. Exactly. Businessman. Yeah. So, but. And and he he didn't have education. My grandfather always talked about growing up in the country mm-hmm. with nothing in North Carolina and having to stop going to school in elementary school to go help out on the farm and do wow. things. My grandfather uh, built a brick home in 1962 in Virginia, which is like the home of slavery. <laughs> it is. No, it is. A strong, that's it a is. strong statement to come up like I'm coming back. It's like a mascot. Is that the mascot? Right. <laughs> it is, slavery. man. It's like it's like when somebody know I'm coming from Oregon to visit, they be like, right. you yeah. gonna bring in some of the Oregon weed. When somebody know I'm coming from Virginia, you gonna bring in some of that Virginia cotton with you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You gonna bring some Virginia slims? Virginia slims. But guess how he got that house? Work. On a handshake. Yeah. What? Yes. And he stuck to his to this day, the oh, house yeah. is still there. If my you, mom, if you trace, my mom owns it now. If you wow. trace real estate title back far enough, that's why sometimes they have a hard time proving true title in real estate. Is mm-hmm. because a lot of deals yes. were based on a handshake deal. Yeah, and it absolutely that's was crazy. Work. Well, and that's funny you brought that up too because I just learned not too long ago that um, I got I got the uh, literature not too long ago. I got to look at it again. But some some blacks were experiencing that their property was taken from them. Because you had no proof of it. What? It, and, it, and it's in like somewhere in North Carolina where a lot of that was the, taking the place. The poorer the area, the mm-hmm. more likely it was they weren't keeping a lot of records. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because so it's it's especially if you're black. Like it, it, well, it was just known, too. It was like that family had raised seven generations yes. on yeah. that property. Everyone knows mm-hmm. that's, you know, the Smith's property right. or whatever it might be. But in right. bigger cities, it's turning over quicker. And so they kept yeah. records. And so when you buy that rural property in the middle of nowhere, Jeez. sometimes it's like it can take up to months for them to figure out who mm-hmm. really has title. Well, because yeah. even like I said, especially back then when blacks were on the property, they didn't have the the um, the right to own anything. You know what I mean? So right. they didn't sign. And they what? Mm-hmm. Well, they gonna put an X and <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Because yeah. that was signature at one point of X. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Because that means yeah, if you're not literate, how you? It's so crazy you. to see how like much times have changed. My grandma bought her first house for seventeen thousand dollars, and the down it was a three bedroom, two bath. Ooh, uh, down payment was painting the house. Damn, seventeen thousand. You can't get a car for seventeen thousand. No, you can't. That's insane. I disagree with that. <laughs> well, you might not want to. Okay, you might not want to say that. You can't get a new car. Not the one you want. Exactly. I mean, you can. You can get, you can get a Kia. several cars for you that. Get a not Kia. the one you want. I, I know a couple gentlemen's on methamphetamines that'll pick you up like five <laughs> or six cars for that. Man, total. I tell you what, my mom. The first car my mom gave me was a 1983 Chevette. 1983 Chevette. What is that? Thank you. Google it. That's all the fuck I'm gonna say. Mine was mine was a 1984. <laughs> And I'm 40 years younger than you. Yes, 1984 man. Nissan Stanza. I got Damn. You know what that is? Yeah. I yeah. Got, and I got my, it had a sliding Stan. door. It had got, a sliding door. I got you door. beat on that. I oh. had a 64 Toyota Hilux. High, look at our weird ass car. You know what a Toyota <laughs> You know what a Toyota Hilux is? A Toyota Hilux is like the predecessor to the Chevy Love. You remember that tiny little Chevy Love truck? Yep. 
Toyota that did Chevy it first. truck, yeah. <laughs> and and yes, so, they sure did. And I pimped yeah. out that oh, ride, God. man. Yes, I, I couldn't did. pimp out my Chevette. It was the I only thing. My shit. The I only thing I loved that. about it, it was Carolina Blue, like University of North oh, Carolina, because yeah. I'm a so Carolina you're fan. Re- you're yeah, always repping those. Same yeah, like, so that's why I was lying. Like, no, nah, this. Funny. Mine was the same color. Mine was the same color. See, see, we all had blue cars. Yours was blue too. Mine was blue. We all had blue cars, and we, what the hell? I'm Zach's dad, we for real. We have oh only dad. blue cars. So my uncle took the seats out of my stanza because he didn't want me driving people around, but that made it worse because <laughs> I had, I had that's so, cold. I, you know, he, he, so he gave, my uncle gave it to me, and he's like, here's your gift for passing your license. I thought he was going to give me the Honda Element, and he gives me this old BMW. I mean, I was grateful to have a car, don't get me wrong, but I was like, dang it. But he took the seats out, and it had this sliding door, and I just that just gave me more room to fit more people in, exactly. in an illegal way. So I'm yep. like, really, you're Laying doing a disservice. each other, stacking them. Yep. That's what my much. homeboy did with his Z28. He had a Z28 oh like that. Just used to I can get a Z28 too. Get up in there. Get six of us in the back in seat. Remember uh, those days, like, cruising on, on lunch from high school? You just, like, piling in man, the, like yep. clowns in the car, you know? They so even did that simple. in my day, guys. So simple. That's why I said remember. <laughs> So it was so simple then, wasn't That's it? For well, it was simple for us, wasn't it, Maddie? No. <laughs> oh, Whatever, man. Carl. You oh, went to segregated that. school. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, I didn't, dude. That was a problem. Where for did you me. go to high school? Did you go to high school in Virginia? Yeah, I went to three different high schools. Oh, really? I'm gonna tell you, my last year I got kicked out. This no. is crazy. I got kicked out. This is. I want to hear it. No, not my last year, but I got kicked out, man, because I was big into. Entertaining. I did talent shows all yeah. the time. I put my crew together. I was attending a predominantly white school, and I put my crew together of different cats from all over because it was like um back back in Virginia, where I'm from, called Hampton Road, the Seven Cities, and they called it Seven Cities. Okay. So it's seven cities like the size of Portland surrounding gotcha. each other, Capital. like Wilsonville and all those places around. Yeah. So we used to just know each other from hooping and all that stuff. So yeah, I never. I put my crew together and put together Bell Bill DeVoe. And oh, I put the dancers together, nice. and I saw at the predominantly white high school, which they can count on their hand how many Negroes go to that school. All my boys walked up on stage when it's time for us to perform, and they lost their shit. Because right. <laughs> it was like, they don't go. <laughs> oh, my. So, wait, were you, guys, were you guys a singing group? It was what? Poison. Yeah. Spider Man and Freeze and Fun of Fact. Can you perform right now for us? Carl's going to stand up and perform his his song. (laughs) I can't. My niece is hurt. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Hold on. I love it, man. (laughs) Girl, it's poison. That's the song you sing? Before I set the meat of fly, girl. Yeah. You know. (laughs) I just want that sound bite of Carl going, you know, you know. <laughs> you know, she's so fine. Carl's <laughs> having flashbacks. There's gonna be so. There's gonna be so many of these little musical moments. Yeah. in our podcast, we'll be able to release an album. Yeah, it's just Carl. <laughs> Carl sings. The we just have all these kids. covers of songs right. that we sing horribly wrong. Do you have a starter? You ever get that song in your head? Now you can't let it you go. Can't let right. it go. I do it all the time. I have this weird thing of I'll, I'll take like. Drake songs are like popular rap songs and I'll sing them in different ways. Oh, that's hilarious. Like I'll, I'll sing it in like a, like a, I don't know, like a Frank Sinatra kind of vibe. Like uh, Drake, I'll be like, I should be downtown tripping on the way to you. <laughs> or like a weird white dad. You've got something that belongs to me. <laughs> weird dad karaoke vibe. Your body language says it all. I don't know one fucking Drake song. Yeah, you do. Come no, on. I don't. Yes, you do. You I probably, don't. You probably yeah, you do. do, but don't realize it. He's you one definitely of those. do. You Bruh, definitely do. I'm so old school hip. I look with this. This is like 
This is basically the pattern hold of, on, we're going of, home. of Run DMC. Run DMC. Yeah. Thank you, dude. You know, hold on, we're going home. I got my is that a slave song? What the fuck? <laughs> no. Hold Wait on. in the water. Hold we go in the hole. Hold on. We go Gosh, in dang the it. You know, you know Drake's yeah. song. I don't. Bro, what? I, okay, I remember in the video he filmed in Beaverton at the Nike. Yeah, that was a newer one. That's it. I don't. That's oh, best oh, I ever oh, had. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Kiki, are you right? Yeah, see, that's a, that's yeah. a great song. That's one of his, like, radio hits. So that's best, why. So it's best I ever had. You've heard that one, too. Show I don't know. I don't you know. all I ever wanted. We could do it real big. Bigger than you You know what's done. so crazy is, okay. Maddie, like, I guarantee you and I know some songs. I can see off the top of my head. Boom, and you'll be Let's like, oh, it. I know that. Jeff. But I know you know this. Like, there are some songs from my era, 90s, that... I can say, because that is a music lover. So that's one thing I appreciate about him. It's like, watch this. I'm just going to do this shit off the top of my head, and I bet you Zach already know what I'm going to do. Don't mess this up. No, here you go. Check, baby, check, baby. One, One, two, two, three, three. four. Check. (laughs) (laughs) See? I'm just out here. Watch this. Let me see. Let me see if there's another one. I need an around the way girl. Nope, nope. Oh, shit. That was LL Cool J. I didn't listen to a lot of LL. I did listen to some LL, but I was more like... Mm-hmm. Later, LL, I'm like, start falling off. The licking lips, LL. The like, the Kango hat, LL. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the fucking Kango hat. I like how you're trying to cue him in on '90s. You got to go '80s if you want to see if he knows. He probably does too. Yeah, that's the thing. So. Like a, a true music person, like I was, I was that kid. Like I'd be over at my my uh, grandparents' house or somebody you know mm-hmm. older's house, aunt or uncle, and they'd put on some obscure, like a Motown record, right? Yeah. And I'd be like singing the lyrics, and my parents would be confused as hell. Cause Motown. They, all they listened to was like country. <laughs> Hold up, you, know? you said Motown. Motown. Oh, yeah, yeah I, could, I and, could believe that, Maddie. And so I'd be, you know, singing along, and, and some of these parents would be like, who is this kid? Like, you know, his parents are from a farm. Yeah. And singing Motown songs and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I blame... In some ways, I blame their bad musical taste on giving me good musical taste because mm-hmm. I was listening to some horrible stuff. I mean, yeah. it just it wasn't. I don't know. I don't want to bag on it too much. It just when you really hate something and, it, <laughs> and it's played, it's played over and over and over. You really hate something. It forces yeah. you to analyze any music you listen to from there on. Right. Any signs of that bullshit? I was like that with know. country music for the longest time because. It reminded me of my childhood, and my childhood was kind of a traumatic experience. And it was mm-hmm. always country music was really sad. Like '90s and '80s country music yeah. was super sad, yeah. and now it's kind of developed more into like, uh, I mean, it's there's some fun songs. There's Bad really yeah, roads, yeah, there's, tubs, yeah, there's really good songs out there. But it just reminded me of that, and it always would put me in a sad place. So I avoided country music for oh, that's the deep. longest yeah. time. But that's probably why you graduated. I love it now. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, well. <laughs> Stop listening to country music. Well, like, I don't girl, know if there's a direct correlation, but you know, like you should always be careful what kind of music you fuck to. True. <laughs> and here's why: like, if you have a child, yeah, if you conceive a child on the night that you fuck to something, mm-hmm. it's going to affect the outcome of the child. Yeah, like I think if you listen to some good music, right, you're going to have a kid that does well. But I feel like if you conceive and you're listening to country music. Damn. Special, mm. special needs. My That's parents awesome. must have been listening to Prince. You're risking, well, you're risking having a special needs. Well, at my age, like me and my girl, we fucked the infomercials so we can turn it up <laughs> so the grandkids won't hear that shit. Carl's like, me so, <laughs> so Yeah, we, <laughs> so the kids won't hear that shit. Every time the, if you got me so through the Oma, Carl gets a boner. He's like, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Every time the commercial <laughs> comes on, <laughs> I got to go to the bathroom. Baby powder. I started. Baby powder. I started having. 
Is it that time already? <laughs> all he has to hear is oh, speaking of all you have to hear is a sound. Uh, speaking of that time, hey, what the fuck? Facts. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Let's do some fun with the fuck facts. What the fuck? So what I like to do is like I like to drop some just random stupid facts out there and just see what the fellas can do with it because it's a lot of stuff we don't even know. Like for example, fellas, sure. have you ever heard of the word niggly wiggly? Oh, I've heard that one time. I can't remember what it means. I think I heard it on Wild and Out. Okay. Niggly Wiggly, well, while and out, probably got the wrong definition. Niggly no. Wiggly, the Hershey kiss? Yeah, it's the little tail thing. Yes, yes. The Niggly Wiggly. So I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it was on TikTok, I saw. Was this like a marketing campaign thing where they wanted to make like a big deal out of that little? That curl, little in the chocolate. So it's chocolate in there. So I don't even, I'm not going to say it. Ever. And the, you're not going to say what? <laughs> what that thing Say, it, say well, it. That'd be like Nilly Willy. Nilly <laughs> Willy. <laughs> That'd be like if they had like a regular Piggly Wigglies grocery Piggly. store and only whites could go. But then we have Niggly Wigglies. You guys can Niggly go Wigglies. It's just like our store, but Piggly Wiggly's. everything Piggly is expired and store. dusty on the shelves oh and we're out of most God. everything. <laughs> well, wait a minute. That's what they would have done. You know, they would have given you like a, a shitty store. It was like almost good, but it didn't have the same brands just so you could feel it. I feel almost, like all almost that, the dollars. All that stuff was so <laughs> deliberate, you know, like we're going to make them feel so as hope bad as we can. So Gosh. Hope would have had to drive right past Niggly Wiggly to take, <laughs> to take Miss Daisy to the Piggly. Exactly. Uh-uh, Hope, you know I can't go in y'all. Yeah. No, 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 we don't shop there. We yeah. shop at the other exactly. stores. I'm going to make us a shirt with a fake grocery store on it, and it has it says Niggly Wiggly's on it, and we'll wear them for a show. <laughs> I thought you couldn't say it. I thought you didn't. Niggly, See, I said Niggly Wiggly. I said Niggly. You said that shit I said Niggly. Niggly Wiggly. See, you're bad. You're bad influence on a car don't make him too comfortable it's gonna be a Chappelle thing he's gonna carl's gonna quit the show like uh i can't stand what it was doing to zach <laughs> <laughs> i ain't going to africa though yeah he already no, got no. the end racism shirt on i can't say i can't say the word anymore <laughs> okay so here's another one a person hates you for one of three reasons what do you think they are Ooh, how you look they can't trust you okay they want to be you oh they hate themselves they see you as a threat. Right. Which is. So, so those are the three reasons yeah, why that's people, true. Why people I, I would venture it. to say number two is usually the reason. Mm-hmm. Let me Wait, see. what was this? What was number two again? They hate themselves. Yeah. Insecurities is a big Insecurities. Thing. We were just talking about that on the way over sure here. Were. Yep. Yeah. Fear is definitely. I would go number two, then I number feel like, three, yeah, I feel then like number one. That's seven how times out of ten, it's number two. And this is dig. This right here relates relationships a lot. Yeah. Once you dislike someone, everything they do from then on irritates the yep. out of you. I can attest to that. Yes, it's something about man. Once that shift happens in a relationship, mm-hmm. and they just like, oh, I can't stand this. Mom, I hate the changes way your you perspective. Breathe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You don't choose so loud. You don't see them the same. But it's this. But if you flip that, and once you like fall for a person, or you like them, everything they do, you love. Like it's everything's cute, or everything's. Attractive, you know what I mean? Does mm-hmm. That makes sense. It's it like, is in oh. the beginning. That shit is so cute. Oh my god! Yeah. The way you sneeze, him. it's so cute. Yeah. But then, like at the end, it's like sneezing. <laughs> exactly. bitch. Why are you always sneezing? Exactly. You got you allergies. Know, he sneezes like this. <laughs> he never fucking finishes it. <laughs> like finish your fucking sneeze. <laughs> oh, you never finish anything you start. <laughs> Let alone a sneeze. Finish your finish sneeze. Your sneeze. Oh. oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh! Is that all the ones you have today? No, I got a few oh, more. Let's go. Give us a a couple blue, more. but wait a minute. These aren't facts yet. 
Yeah, they're like, not. It's kind of just like these are these are more like discovery. Interesting thoughts. Okay, how about <laughs> this one? Thoughts. A blue whale's fart bubbles are large enough to enclose a horse. <laughs> See, I've heard I've, I've heard different versions of this, but the version that I last remember hearing was a, a VW bug, which is about uh, that would make sense for the horse yeah. thing. They could yeah. both be true. No, that makes but sense. what I want to know is like, is that just we measured one? Fart that was this big, or were they out there like <laughs> one fart? You know, science works. Oh, were they out there like we got to get ten farts and average out the size? Or was there like a horse on a boat and it fell off and they're like, right. oh shit, oh it's it's okay, we got it back. It fell in the blue whale's bubble, came <laughs> back up. That's how I got it. Around. Oh, weird fact: blue whale can fart as big as a horse. Yeah, <laughs> to enclose. It floats back. You know what I want? That that's where I want to be like. What are we paying you for? Like these scientists, like that's what you came back. That's, with? Thank you. Yeah. And that's the truth, man. We spend a we give like, them there's millions cancer right and millions now. of dollars. Yes. There's cancer right now. And yeah. there's starvation. And to there's wait. malaria. And there's country music. And yeah. we haven't cured yeah. any of this stuff bubble yet. Farts. But let's give you this 20 million so we can wait for this whale to fart. A blue whale. A blue whale. And that. A blue yeah, whale. They're just sitting there in a little submarine box just. <laughs> just you know what it is, though? I think it's huh. like, so imagine yourself as a scientist, right? And you're like, imagine you're respectable and you're you're doing this great, amazing thing. And you mm. have all these wild hypotheses that you're trying to prove with all of your experiment. And every time you try to talk about it, no one cares. And then you end up finally realizing like, oh, it's the whale fart facts is really what people want. They don't like, because that's what the society has become. Yeah. So then pretty soon you got to be like, the average length of a giraffe's vagina, you know, and that, cause that's yeah. all people will pay attention to you. Like yes. you publish a, a paper on how, like, you know, if you follow lions around long enough, we've discovered that they know where sources of water are that are <laughs> underground, which could have life-saving implications for nearby villages that oh have actually God. experienced death <laughs> due to dehydration. Right. That's one thesis. They turn in published paper, mm. no shares. Two likes, no Two shares, likes. right? But then they're like giraffe vagina, and then people are just <laughs> viral. What right. giraffe vagina? The giraffe vagina becomes the best thing you ever, you know, reported on. For I mean, honestly, dude, that's the truth. Because I remember when they showed that giraffe give birth. Remember that? Remember that? that? It, it was a while that. back, a few years ago, and I just kept watching that video over and over again. I don't get that. How the baby giraffe just. Fell out between oh, and you know, it sound like that. A fucking giraffe like eight feet, so the baby had a long fall. Like, whoa. yeah, like the baby's short they life. Bur- they just actually give birth. flashed before yeah. its own eyes because it had long stand up. The legs were dangling because he's still weak. And they give birth in water next to blue whales, so they just right into the bubble. Right, right. <laughs> right into the bubble. I used to talk about this a lot. How uh, when people say things like, you know, isn't my baby cute? Yeah. And then they show you the picture. You know what I mean? Like. I'm a comic. So the first right. thing that goes through my head is like, no, no, it's not only is your baby not cute, but if you compare baby humans to any other babies on the planet, not only are they fucking ugly as <laughs> shit, but they're useless. Like literally like True. giraffes have to I've stand and that. run within like two hours of that. birth. They have to stand it so and long run shit. because there's predators. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's a why human, that baby got up so fast. Right. A human yeah. baby just lays the fuck on the ground for months. Cries. Just for Can't months. Figure it out. Ma- shit. High maintenance. Bitching and shit. Ah, right. ah. So what I'm saying is fuck <laughs> adopting babies and having babies. Get a giraffe. Get a giraffe. Get a giraffe. Far superior. Within two minutes. Way cuter. <laughs> well, that bitch gonna run off. Exactly. <laughs> that 
they was gonna ruin. You gotta catch it. I'm here. That's the here other goes. thing. Here it comes. You're <laughs> a hoof right to the face. Is it a hoof? That hoofs. You're absolutely right. That's the other thing that's great about getting a giraffe instead of a kid is like nowadays kids aren't gonna leave until they're like 28. Oh yeah. You know, mm. you get yourself a giraffe as soon as it's an adult. It's off it's out exploring the world and causing so many questions locally like why exactly. is there a giraffe yeah. have have you yeah. guys ever seen giraffes fight yes oh no. my. they swing their they necks. swing their heads Whoa. and their necks together dude no. so hard yeah. that's how they kill each other that's how they kill each other <laughs> dude they fight until they die nobody ever talks about that giraffe on giraffe violence no, they yeah, don't. They nobody don't. ever talks about they swing about it like that. this and it's so funny because it takes so long it looks like one of those things at the car lots you know the the, the air in them and they're like two of those fighting. Yeah, and they swing it around. They just bring it all the way. And they get some velocity, too. What if animals just fuck with us? <laughs> they do. No, but they I, have I, to. Mean, I mean, think <laughs> say, like, what, what if, if they do? Yeah. They do. No, they think do. about this for a minute. Like, what if, like, they always know you're there, right? So when yeah. you're filming these nature shows and you're getting this natural behavior, like, what if animals are smarter than we think? They're like, dude, here comes the humans again. Do the weird shit. Hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. Watch just throw shit. some shit on them. Like giraffes don't ever. These little monkeys. Jake, watch them put my yeah. finger in your butt. Right. It's going to be right. funny. <laughs> right. Like, like giraffes actually don't fight that way. But when, when they see us coming, they're like, dude, exactly. let's do the fight thing. Do exactly. Thing. Yeah. They're not, they didn't even ever fight. They just made right. it In up. reality, yeah. they're just like horses. They rear up and kick the shit out of each other. But and we never see it. And the gorilla never threw shit on somebody until that day. Like, yeah. watch this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, watch like this. silverback so gorillas in the wild. <laughs> Taking pictures of these, bitch. Watch right. this, bitch. TMZ that, bitch. <laughs> like silverbacks in the wild, extremely gentle, docile yeah. creatures. But when they know they're on camera, <laughs> exactly. Say something. Suck. Exactly. Flex on them. <laughs> that shit's so funny. All right. Is that, you is want, that all of them? All right. Hit the sound effect again. Hit the sound effect again. Hey, what the fuck? Facts. All right. Pull it up. In this episode, I have a few stories. These are things that actually happened. Okay. I wanted to share oh. with you. The last time we talked about a weird story that actually happened, it was in Florida. So I needed, I feel like we needed one more Florida, Florida? story. So this story might be considered a hero tale. But that's up to you, the viewer, to decide. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. A Florida snorkeler finds $1.5 million worth of cocaine. That's right. That's right. Magical One, moment. $1.5 million worth of cocaine were discovered floating in a bale, as they describe it, off of the Florida Keys. Oh, yeah, that was a Cuban family. Mm-hmm. Now, the interesting, <laughs> the interesting thing about this fact is that the snorkeler, uh, he swam it all the way ashore, and like a good citizen, he donated it to the local police. And what I meant to say, like on the news story, it says that he surrendered it, but you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, congratulations to the Florida Keys police on Get it? your recent acquisition. Keys. Snorkeler. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they got their name. That's how Snorkeler and Keys. Like, how come Alicia? Okay. How come Alicia That's Keys a made up so story. Fit? That's how. <laughs> That's a made up story. What's the guy's name? All right. Um, <laughs> What's his name? I, I might Scoop actually. Scoop Steve. I might actually Scoop have Steve. his name. Oh, really? Uh, let's see. Uh, Monroe. Monroe. His last name is Monroe. That's all I got. Maryland. Um, so that's number one. 
uh, the next Florida story. <laughs> Back to Florida. We're yeah, no, no, Florida there, there, you could station. just do only Florida stories. <laughs> true, true. But this story um, I was published on February 25th, 2021, mm-hmm. and a Florida man blacked out, or he claimed to black out, before severing, quote-unquote, his wife's lover's penis. Oh, That's right. He says he blacked out before severing his wife's lover's penis. That that takes me back to Lorena. Lorena Bobbitt. Bobbitt. I was just gonna mm-hmm. say Lorena that, Bobbitt in, in Virginia Beach. My that was Virginia Beach because mm-hmm. it's Ooh. he was a military what? guy. Right, yeah. he was a military guy before in Virginia's military. She so cut his so thing this off. one, Didn't, this yeah. one's slightly different for a few reasons. Uh, one of the reasons is that the Florida man allegedly used a pair of scissors to cut off his wife's lover's penis. He claims he blacked out during the attack. And um, the other interesting thing about this is um, he, he pled guilty, right? And they were basically saying that he barged into the victim's home, threatened him with a handgun. So he had a gun, right? And a metal pipe. Interesting. Okay, now let's keep track of this story for a minute. This clue? Homeboy's got a gun, a metal pipe, scissors. and some scissors. Then, with all of these things, he somehow tied up the man in his own bedroom, right? He's holding a gun, a knife, or a gun, scissors, and a pipe, and rope, and he's tying this guy up in his own bedroom somehow. Uh, And he says to the man, his wife's lover, you're not going to die, but you're going to have something to remember this for your whole life. Then... He took a pair of scissors and, quote-unquote, began cutting the man's penis, splattering blood everywhere, continuing to threaten the man before leaving the home with the severed organ. Now, let's stop there for a minute. He commits the crime, and then he leaves the home with the severed organ. And this is important for a couple of reasons. The first reason um, is that the victim's daughters were in the house during the incident. Oh, goodness. And so, like, they didn't even try to go get the dick back. Like, that's, you know, <laughs> come on. Back. Come on, kids. Dick Help back. your dad dick out. Back. That you dad want back. a little brother later? You better get that dick back. You better get that dick back. There, that's the first reason that was interesting. And the second reason is the end of the article says, doctors have been unable to reattach the victim's penis, and he's been having trouble with bodily functions afterwards. The, the gentleman last name Bonilla faces 30 years in prison. Here's what this means. Did it not just say that the guy fled with the severed penis? But then the end of the article said doctors have been unable to reattach the victim's so penis. Because they, they don't have it. That's why. They <laughs> arrested what him I, and it's in his pocket. Th- this is what I call shitty-ass reporting. The most yeah, that's in, bad. The most important part of the whole story is... Where did the penis go? Where? Yeah, what happened between the time when he fled with the illicit yeah. penis and then he just had a change of heart apparently and like drove back and like oh never mind just kidding well that's the same thing <laughs> Lorena did I thought she, she threw it and, and then, then went back and but she called him and told him she called I the thought cops. she threw out the window mm-hmm. she did but she called the cops and told didn't him didn't get ran over I don't know they, no, they put it back on in, him though she threw oh, it in did. like a field or something yeah like they put it back on it. him oh. they put it back on him and that guy lost that game of cock paper scissors yeah so those are just <laughs> <laughs> Those are just scissors beats cock. Look, scissors cock. beats cock. <laughs> cock. Scissors beats cock, dude. Scissors beats cock. 
cuts it off. This ain't mine. And I'm taking it. And I'm taking it with me. So that's it for uh, for Holy Florida. You Hold up, that's that's not it for Florida, Maddie. We just Ooh. talked about this the other day. I like it. Florida man allegedly proposed to one girlfriend using rings he stole from another. Mm. Florida is fuck. No, Florida Jeez. is recycling, and that should be respected. What well, is there? Something in the water? Well, look at the dude. On? Doesn't he look like the dude from the Green Mile? Doesn't he, he does? Look, he does. Michael, he does. Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, yeah rest he's in like peace. a fit. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. He's a fit. He's swole. He Clark. probably just punked there. He probably deboed him for that shit. Like, <laughs> it's my range now, punk. <laughs> how much you got on my engagement? I ain't got nothing. <laughs> but like, how did we find out? Like huh? how how did how did the press find like that's yeah my because somebody yeah the, the girlfriend the girlfriend told you ain't gonna believe it he shit. openly admitted well he was arrested because she put it together she was mm. like where my fucking rings oh shit Dante was over here and she just lost it probably it's bro. got every every girl's like exactly. initials engraved and he just scratches them out and engraves another initial <laughs> but the crazy thing is is all the amazing pics they have is this guy this guy just like she looks good right there they got him in some nice pics he does not look like he looked like a pro it looked like yeah, like the people's Dot com. He looks pretty respectable. He's he like, looks like yeah, he, he looks handsome. Look, he looks like I wouldn't like, hurt a fly. He would do that. He's just thrifty. Yeah, that's all it is. He's trying to make some money. Well, he could have just bought that. a new ring at Ross or something. I wouldn't hurt <laughs> a fly, but I would steal one. <laughs> right. I would steal a fly. All right. I got one more. For one you. more. Oh, gosh. One, one more. more we gonna wrap you. up and, the show. And this one, this one is interesting to me. I would like to figure out what you guys think about a few things on this story. So I'm going to, okay. I'm going to do this in parts. And then what I want to do is comment as we go. Let's do it. So the headline is, and this was published five days ago. This is fresh. Okay. This is from Louisiana. Oh, not Florida. A Louisiana priest, two dominatrices, they spelled it real weird. Instead of dominatrices, dominatrices charged with vandalism after altar threesome oh so they banged on the altar what that's what you call leaving it at the altar (laughs) let's go back to that let's go back to that headline again because the first two things are interesting so now we know somebody banged on the altar right but humans have short attention spans so let me reread the first two words okay louisiana priest Mm -hmm. I i caught that i caught that and two dominatrices charged with vandalism we're having what? a threesome. Okay, so so did he? Let, let's before we dive ski. into this. It so you have a threesome, but you get charged with vandalism. Yeah, what the hell is going? That's on? what I'm trying to say. What did he do? Did he just shoot off everywhere like ah all on the pill pit? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> holy water! Exactly like <laughs> these dominatrixes <laughs> are just like tagging, exactly. tagging their names in graffiti. The power of Christ will compel you. <laughs> had a the power circle. of Christ will compel you. <laughs> the power of Christ will compel you. <laughs> you know what that's from, Zach? Um, yeah. What um, movie? What movie? Uh, is it from the, This is the End? No, no, The Exorcist. No, there's one from this the end, too, 1970-ish. Yeah, there's a lot it's of from this is the end. He was in there, just wet. Uh, uh, okay, my generation is This is the End, and it was with Jonah Hill. He's He turns into the demon. Have you seen that movie? Right. No. It's been parodied a lot. It's the so par- funny. His reality is the parody. The parodies, that's all right. it is. You I mean, I've seen The parodies. Exorcist, but the it's, that's an old one. Okay, so let's go a little further into this. <clears throat> so right beneath the title, <laughs> secondary title is, Church's altar was burned, and a new one has been consecrated. (laughs) Not that they burned it, like the people charged with vandalism. Hey, it's funny because the church (laughs) burned it, 
because now it's full of the devil. <laughs> oh, and what? they had to, they oh, had to they, the oh demon semen. But it's funny because the second part, read the last part of that. Right, Con- uh, a new one was consecrated. <laughs> it sounds so close to consummated. Like they just fucked again in the new one. That's hilarious. <laughs> like the new one was consummated. To break it, consummated. The new one. <laughs> that's that's what. So they burnt it again. Yeah, they burnt it again. That demon semen. <laughs> the two women were initially charged by police with obscenity. Which makes way more sense than vandalism. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Following yeah. the alleged tryst last September inside Saints Peter and Paul Catholic Church in isn't that rural. A, isn't that River. a group? It's Peter Paul and <laughs> it's not a group. Well, no, Mary got kicked out of that. Oh, group. but yeah, Peter and Paul now. Peter and Paul. Very. It's really hard to do do up with only two. Uh, <laughs> so then it says, uh, but. The St. Tammy's Parish District Attorney's Office, which means the priest's lawyer, announced there would be lesser charges for the unholy trinity who were busted after a passerby saw them through a church window and reported it to the police. He claims the two dominatrixes were wearing corsets and high heels during the threesome, which was being recorded according to court documents. <laughs> That's what I was going to have to say. That dude really got a yeah, detail. So not only is he consecrating... New altars, you know, he's like violating the altar because now it's full of the devils, but they're filming the whole thing, right? The women told the cops that they were at the church to uh, film a role play with the priest. Cops determined everything that went on that night was consensual, but initially arrested the trio on the obscenity charges because they were in view of the public. And then it repeats the church's altar was burned and <laughs> consecrated last. Just let people know, trust, it's okay, it was burned, but yeah. it's okay. But no, that dude was peeking through the window. Yeah. He, was, he tried yeah. to join and they he wouldn't let him join. join. So he he's like, that's it. it. I'm he filmed it, went home and beat off him. and felt bad. It was like, oh, oh, oh what actually that's happened? my daddy's church. <laughs> oh, I was baptized in that same spot. And I, so I got funny. more of these, so this is, is going to be... That one's me and I'm Carl. looking forward to more. Yeah, me I and Carl are going to be bringing yeah. you some interesting like stories. I like that. I might ask, even pop up with one or mm-hmm. two here. Asking Zach more about his history. Exactly. But what else do we got coming up on the Heckleproof Proof Podcast? Oh, oh yeah. speaking of what you just talked about, kind of fits in with that. Oh, yeah, we got, a, uh, we got, some, we got some interesting. I think it's for... Female and men, I think it's for because we got some. We got we got my girl Karina coming in next yep. next next episode, and she's gonna be she she specializes in sex toys, and yes, she specializes. You can specialize, specialize in that shit. Right. So that's her. She she's out mm-hmm. there promoting it, and Carl will be and, testing and some out right I, on, I, right I might, on the I show, might. live on the <laughs> air. Carl sits yeah. on a Sibian. So that's gonna be fun, man. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be different. It's gonna be different. Yeah, right. it'll be it'll it'll spark some conversations yep, so, for sure. So yeah, tune into that coming up soon. And, and yeah. don't forget, man, you guys that are and, and ladies that are watching, uh, don't forget to like don't and forget. subscribe. Don't forget that to our YouTube channel if you're watching right now it on costs YouTube. Nothing. It costs nothing, and you can also follow nothing. us on all the streaming networks as well too. Yep. If you're just listening and tuning in that way, so don't forget Helcal Proof. <laughs> Is our handle everywhere? Yep. So you everywhere. can you can find us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, online, and all Just type places. in heckle proof, all one word. That's right. All right, guys, that's episode three. Wrap Love y'all. Thank you. Peace. Thank you for tuning in. Love it. Don't forget to like and subscribe, and follow us wherever fine podcasts are streaming. 